0: Welcome back to the leaders who love what they do podcast I'm Anne Collins your host and executive and leadership coach and I'm absolutely delighted to have Anna Anderson with me today on the show thank you so much Anna hi
1: thank you for having me it's a real pleasure to be here always love chatting with you Anne
0: pleasure likewise pleasure shared <laughs> So today, I'm just so pleased to have Anna back. And in fact, she's already she's already been to talk to some, some people in my Facebook group. So I'm absolutely delighted that she's uh, she's agreed to come back and talk to us again. And um, Anna herself has an amazing story to tell of her own personal transformation. And we're going to hear a little bit about that later on. And she works now as a highly regarded life coach, specializing in helping women to find joy, peace and acceptance. So women often come to her initially wanting to lose weight and feel physically much better but Anna does so much more than that she really helps women to unlock their limiting beliefs and and actually transform their lives that's not uh, an exaggeration so you might be thinking well what's all this got to do with leadership well in fact it's got everything to do with leadership because we know that one of the major challenges facing leaders at the moment is preventing burnout not only in themselves for leaders but also for the people who work for them in their teams and we know that ensuring that organizations are places where people can actually thrive and not just survive is absolutely key so and in today's context especially when we read about the great resignation about people looking for maybe different ways of living it's absolutely vital that as leaders and in organizations that we take this seriously that we take well-being seriously and that it's not just another program that's tacked on um, to tick a box so I'm going to be asking Anna a lot about this and uh, really making the most of her time with us and to ask her firstly about her own story then her approach to helping people actually thrive and finally we're extremely happy to hear about her book she's got a wonderful new book that's uh, just been published and uh, it's already topping the charts so lots to talk about Thanks again, Anna. Let's dive in. Just to start, could you tell us a little bit about your own story of transformation? I know that you were in a corporate job yourself, so you, you understand very well the pressures that people are under. And um, Can you tell us a little bit about that and, and how things evolved for you and what was key for you in that transformation?
1: Absolutely. I loved working in corporate. It really worked for me, and I was very lucky to work in an organization that was very people focused, and so it was a lot of fun until my life really really changed and I had a baby on my own I became a single mum and all of a sudden the things that were working in a company that was quite young that's you know, everybody else was quite young and there was a lot of partying and it was a lot of fun to work at. Those things weren't working for me anymore. And I had in the meantime moved from London out of the city because I was now a mum and I wanted to bring my son up in a different place. And so I was found myself in a position where I hadn't slept for a very long time. Isaac didn't sleep for four years I was a single mum so it was the main income coming into the house and so I felt very tied to that and he was at nursery which the expenses are enormous and then I had a commuting bill and commuting in and out of London for three hours a day and then running to get him and get home and it was just not possible to carry on and it wasn't the fault of the organisation in any way but it life didn't allow me to be able to to be a mum and have the time that I wanted with my son and do my job well and I remember just sitting in meetings just thinking I can't even focus I'm so tired you know and even a company that was actually really set up to be people focused now I look back have very little understanding on what it is like to have a family I remember being told that I was going to go off and have a lovely holiday on my maternity leave and you know just things that are maybe slightly inappropriate <laughs> That was 11 years ago. So hopefully things are changing all of the time. But I reached the point where all my wheels came off and I was using old coping mechanisms. I was drinking too much. My diet was awful. I hadn't slept. I would say I was depressed. I was also recovering from PTSD because of personal things with birth and trauma and stuff like that. And so, yeah, it was going to happen. It was just a matter of time. And it did. And I decided to hand my notice in, which was really terrifying because my identity was wrapped up in my job, I thought yeah. that that was... It. I'm a single mom, I'm struggling, at least I have a good job. So there was a lot of identity tied up in that. It yes. was very, very hard. But I remember going in feeling like an imposter, feeling like I was failing, feeling like I wasn't doing a good job. I couldn't focus. Going from actually really thriving in that company to really, really struggling and feeling very visible in that.
0: Mm. Yeah, really. And and I think that just highlights just how difficult it is when you have a company, even with the best intentions in the world, it can be really hard to to look after people, in fact so that they can thrive and when life changes especially at those uh, tipping points I mean now Anna you help people to move forward and, and transform and to change things and to move from that place of, of really feeling like you're not coping what does it does it mean to you when people say they they want to thrive or as coaches when we talk about people needing to thrive what does mm. that what does that mean
1: for me I think it means that you're coming from an internal sense of self-esteem and confidence and I feel that our society and our life certainly for me and now the the people that I work with I was chasing the external tick boxes I was doing the mm-hmm. things that I was told would make me happy you know I went yep. to university I got a good job I went traveling I did all of those things but I had no sense of internal identity or worth in fact and I had a lot of limiting beliefs and so whilst I was living a life that was working in a sense it didn't really matter but when all of those wheels came off and all of sudden my life changed and everything was being really really challenged the things that were bubbling underneath in terms of my limiting beliefs the way that I spoke to myself my mindset the way I felt about my body the way I felt about all sorts of different things that I think we're conditioned to believe either from societal conditioning or how we've been parented there are all sorts of factors to consider they were unconscious and they all of a sudden started to become very very difficult to live with so I think that when someone comes to talk to me about wanting to thrive and as you said when you introduced me often women are coming to me because it's about their health and they think it's that they want to lose weight because again as women we've been taught that that's where our value is that's what our worth is at least if I look okay then I can be of worth you know and so my work is very much about realizing our worth sits within us it's not defined by our career it's not defined by our income it's not defined by who we are anything outside of ourselves it's just innate it sits in and I think that that is something that needs to be taught at school and so when someone says to me I want to thrive it's building a deep relationship with ourselves from within Mm -hmm. rather than trying to prove who we are from without Yes. Sense?
0: yeah absolutely and and if we're thinking of it as a at an organizational level I mean feeling physically better and uh, in terms of well-being programs it's often that that people think of isn't it and and they might put in they might put classes on them and and that's great that's a great start
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know all of the, those things which are lovely of course they're lovely and you know I think that's what a lot of companies do well what should we do you know, let's get them eating some fruits and um, give them give them a nice Christmas party. It's all well and good. And what yes. we're talking about here is a much much deeper foundational core work where you've got people who really feel supported, they really feel mm-hmm. seen, but also they know how to develop those skills for themselves. You know mm-hmm. that it's the personal development piece of it's not an external tick box. So if I've given them an hour's coaching a month, I've given them some fruits. You know, can't they just get on with it? <laughs> it's yes. really really giving people personal development plans and support something that I didn't have Now, I look back with the hindsight that I have and the experience that I have now, I didn't have someone to aspire to. I didn't have someone to be inspired by. So, there was nothing to kind of keep that energy going. And I think that's so important, but also to really help people understand the power of our mindset and our belief system and why we do what we do and why we feel what we feel. And that's so important. And, you know, one of the things that I consistently see in organizations and something that I was working on regularly really good people that are great at their job, being so great at their job that they become people managers and I think that that's an issue across business but they don't have the people management skills yes no fault of their own and it becomes this middle management issue and then all of a sudden you've got really great people being managed by people you know if you've got a great talent management system and you've got people being managed by people that are not good at management because Mm -hmm. you can't it's not about just being good at your job it's a very very different skill and I think that's really important
0: I'd just like to come back to something that you said there that I thought was really really interesting because as well as talking about the personal development plans and looking at mindset i think maybe what you're also saying is about people being feeling that they're seen feeling that they're heard and feeling that they really have a place in the organization so is it actually it's a cultural question as well
1: massively it has to come from the ground up as well as the top down and that's so so very important that you know there's there's collaboration and there's conversation and you know it stems all the way through does not it from how you're recruiting and your recruitment plans and how you're getting your talent through the business and how you're fostering them and looking after them and and building that culture of a community where people are working together well yes absolutely. you want want to want to go to work and you want your employees to want to be there
0: yeah absolutely so think when organizations are thinking about well-being I think I mean obviously it's much more challenging if we start to think of it as developing a whole culture around well-being Mm -hmm. but I think what you're saying is that Well, if we don't, it just, it remains a a cherry on the cake and that's it.
1: I think it's the, the principle of where a business should begin. How do we want people to feel when they work for us? I think that's the basis of everything. How do we want people to feel when they experience sales through us? How do we want people to feel in this business and working with this business and buying from this business? If you build from there, it works.
0: Yeah. And uh, what do you think in terms of helping people to really sort through those limiting beliefs and to thrive in a, in a work situation, but also outside of work, what do you see are the, are the most important areas?
1: It's really important for people to know who they are. So I used to run personality profiling programs, and then we would develop development programs from there. And if you're recruiting people that are coming into the business like I was, who was you know relatively green, who didn't have a huge amount of life experience, have come you know a year's traveling but then gone to university and I mean maybe young people are learning these things more but just knowing that there are different people in the world Mm. knowing that there are different personality types knowing that different people speak and communicate in different ways and yeah I might like to get up and go and stand next to someone's desk and have a chat and that's where I get my energy from because I'm an extrovert but other people don't like that it's okay to know how you like it's okay to work differently and it's important to know how you like to work differently and to communicate those things um, and to celebrate those things that differences are really of value you know you wouldn't want me developing your software (laughs) (laughs) I'm not gonna do that well and that's okay you need to have different people doing different things so that's the first thing uh, across organizational business and as an individual knowing strengths and skills and talents and being able to foster those and one of the things that we used to do was looking at where you're really strong out of the office and where you maybe are not bringing those skills into the office and mm-hmm. and and why might you be doing that i don't work in organizations but i really think that you know the people that i work with of course as they start to get strength within themselves it's going to impact them in every area of their life and and one of the things is overcoming trauma and when i talk about trauma we tend to think of that as a really big thing that might have happened in as a a, a tragic event in a child's life everyone experiences trauma and trauma is thinking i'm not good enough i'm not worthy you know i a lot of the work that i do is using tools like eft emotional freedom technique to help us understand the beliefs that we are having that we have created in our own subconscious pre-seven Mm, in yeah. those formative years and understanding why we do what we do why we think how we think and why we have beliefs within us that are limiting but are actually keeping us safe so if we can start to explore those if we can start to understand why we might not feel good enough or why we might not feel worthy because everyone has those Mm -hmm. and why we might feel like an imposter why we might not feel confident in certain areas and start to develop and understand them and be shown through a program you know I don't know an organization that really helps that personal development maybe there is but it would be incredible to grow through those and understand that they are there to keep you safe and actually they're not true then you start to have people thriving and so I think that that's that's so important so what are your values what are your beliefs where are they limiting you and developing mindset practices that help empower people so that they can make great choices and be working from a place of confidence and self-esteem and business
0: yes and when you when you're working with people and they do start to thrive what kind of differences do you see
1: everything in their life changes. And that is not an understatement. I believe in energy. I think we are energy. And I think the energy that we put out in the world is the energy that we get back. And so if people are coming at life from a fractured, tired, exhausted, fearful state, that's what you're going to experience back. And that's what you're going to have in your workforce. You know, if you've got that across the board in your workforce, that's what you're going to get in your business. And so, you know, it really is about looking at the individual. And when I'm working with the people that I work with, their relationships change. The way they parent changes. The way they think changes. Opportunities change. How they work in their business changes. Whether it's a personal business, whether they're you know self-employed, or run their own business, whether they're employed, things change. Or they might leave a job and they might go and get a new job. They start to believe in themselves and life becomes enjoyable. And um, for me, that's amazing. That's what it's yeah. all about. You know, we are, if we can't be happy, then what can we be? Yes. Um, and so everything changes I feel when we we fire ourselves up from within and we really look at getting resourced rather than trying to be resourced from the outside.
0: And I think that's so important that you're talking about that we have to start from within and yes. and I think that when particularly for organisations when they're looking at how to support their people how to provide personal development we have to accept that that work from within well for, for a start it takes time as well doesn't it you can't do a one afternoon session and everything is Okay. This is a long term, a cultural change. It's a long term investment. But yes, the, the, the changes can be drastic. Yeah. I, you're amazing. I mean, you
1: know, I again, I worked for a company that did have a people focus and they recruited great people. But we spent thousands putting values on the wall, mm. you know, yeah. <laughs> and that was that. And then you had to remember them and say, tell people them. But they weren't lived. Mm. You know, it takes real finesse to bring things down through the business. It takes real intention to make sure that it, it, you're bringing all of those things to, to life life in business I think it's uh, very different to painting something on a wall and saying these are our values you
0: know yeah absolutely absolutely and as you said turning them into behaviors what does that actually look like on a daily level you know when we if whatever value it is if that's important to us how does that translate into how I am when I arrive at the office how I greet people in the in the reception area what does that look like and also to keep that conversation alive I think sometimes businesses they have that conversation once and then it's like oh well we've done that we've ticked that off the box, and box. Yeah, yeah, so we have to keep it going. And uh, yeah. I'm wondering, is it this? Is it the same kind of thing? Would you say when people are really doing that inner work, is it? Would you say it is? It is an ongoing process.
1: Oh, so much so. I mean, as you asked me that question, I an email just popped into my inbox before we started talking, saying, "I, you know, I run a group coaching program as well as doing one-to-one work, and I, I did your group coaching program a year ago. And whilst I was going through the program, I might not have been that present, and I didn't share very much. But I just want to let you know that a year on." The the things that you were teaching are really embedding for me and I'm seeing massive change in my life. And you know, this stuff takes time because we're yes. undoing lifelong patterns, lifelong beliefs that have been embedded into us to keep ourselves safe. You know, I really think it's important to go back to the fact that we're not that different to how we were a hundred thousand years ago. We might think we are, but we're not programmed to be any different. And so safety is so important. And feeling safe yes. in the workplace and making sure that we're not stressed and uh, I think you know stress is a big thing we'll come on to in a moment. But Making sure that we are really doing the work consciously and continuously and moving through it and knowing that we can be kind to ourselves and give ourselves space to do this work that I kind of look at life as an evolution, that it's okay to be growing and learning all of the time. And in fact, we should be.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'd just like you to tell us a little bit about your wonderful book, Anna, because it's just doing so well. And it's oh, awesome. uh, and I know that it, it's just going down very well with lots of people. The reviews um, that I've seen online are just amazing. So do tell us a little bit about it and and especially where we can order it.
1: Oh, bless you. Thank you so much. So it's called From the Inside Out. It's kind of a book of two the first part is about my journey Um, and everything that I teach and everything that I do comes from my own personal experience of my own (laughs) depths of of the wheels coming off and hitting rock bottom to where I am now and you know the more I share my story and the more I speak my truth the more people come forward and say yeah me too I think I'm, I'm so passionate about storytelling I'm so passionate about speaking with vulnerability and honesty and sharing our experiences because I think when we do that then everyone else can feel safe to do the same and recognize that they're not as on their own as perhaps we might feel we are sometimes and so the book's about that and then it's about you know one of the things that I specialize in is why we get stuck in dieting and why dieting doesn't work and so it's about that it's about actually really undoing the layers of the onion as we call it and and getting into the core of who you are and I think doesn't necessarily guide us to do that sometimes so yeah Yeah. thank you I think it's great
0: (laughs) i I think it's amazing because it is a very different kind of book because a lot of diet books are are not at all like that are they can you tell us how is yours different because i know it it is very different
1: well it doesn't talk about food yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know and of course and i'm a trained health coach and you know one of the reasons that i do what i do and one of the reasons my life has changed is because i changed my food first and I was astounded, really, what I do, what I do, because first I wanted everyone to feel what I felt when I changed my food and started eating differently. I, I didn't know that we could feel this well. I didn't know that we could <laughs> have this much energy. I didn't know this. I would lived to diet. I'd eaten to diet and I'd, you know, and eaten for pleasure. And I still eat for pleasure. I love food, but it was kind of this feast or famine kind of approach and a lot of guilt and a lot of shame. And, and then I learned that I could eat in a very, very different way. And I felt so well and I wanted... I really wanted the world to know that you could feel amazing and that actually there was a very different way of living and then as I started to move through my work I'm telling people to eat like this but they're not doing it why don't we do what we what why don't we do things that are easy for us to do why don't we do things to help us feel better and that's where my work has grown into belief systems much more and I'm really really passionate about belief systems now and think that's the core of everything because I got fascinated into why why wouldn't you do this yeah yeah <laughs> so that's what the book's about really it's about our belief systems it's about feminine energy and I think that that's a really important thing to talk about in the workplace as well I don't know how much time we have I could talk to you about it all yeah do tell us about that you know I think one of the things that I see in business that is struggling is this this celebration of masculine energy and when I talk about feminine and masculine I'm not talking about men and women and I'm not I'm not coming at it from a negative place in any way at all but I'm what I'm talking about is kind of doership and the celebration of goals and action and getting things done and the disregard of maybe more people um oriented emotion and feeling the, the feminine aspect the nurturing side and you know certainly my experience of not having a baby and working as a woman in business and being able to be in that masculine sense of self and push and drive and work late and go out with the the boys after work and drink and do all of those things was fine until I had a child and then I didn't feel as respected or as regarded I couldn't work in the same way and again I know things are changing but it wasn't safe for me to bring that emotion into the business it had I had to hide it and I found that very very difficult I was really struggling with that and I think a lot of women I speak to now you thrive in leadership if you are in your masculine and that makes it really difficult and I know that business thrives when you have a balance of both and so it's bringing this sense of nurturing energy into business and realizing that we can still make money we can still thrive we can still be abundant if we do both you know and so it's just bringing this balance of wholeness um, and celebrating all aspects of humans into business I think and into life and so a lot of what I do is is teaching women how to make space for them to be in their creative space and Mm -hmm. and not stressed it's also
0: something that men benefit from as well because in business also we especially now we need people to be very creative but also men men are much more interested in supporting their families not absolutely. just not just financially but they want to be part of that and I think that's been a massive change over the last 20 years that we see in business so I think it's uh, as you say it's, it's not men and women is it it's just different values culture yes Definitely. absolutely
1: and that's so important to recognize and I think you know safety is really important to talk about because stress is a huge factor in business it costs I don't know you probably know more than I do but it costs millions yes. every year in business if people were not feeling unsafe or they felt that they were able to explore these things or feel their're feeling, then I think that it would bring into balance and they would have less sick um, yes. time. So it's all yes. it's about health. It really bleeds into everything.
0: Yes, and I think managing emotions is a big thing for men and for women. But in business, for so long, it's been the message of, well, just get on with it. And and I think that just get on with it can be very damaging for some people and can really block their careers, in fact, because that, that ultimately doesn't help, you know, more than I do. But uh, I think it's about allowing people, men and women, to to be themselves and to bring their whole authentic selves into their work
1: that's exactly it you know and I'm, I have this conversation with my 11 year old son feel all your feelings there's nothing wrong with all of those things because once we process things we can move forward it's okay to feel and I think it's really important to celebrate that and you know there's a reason that the highest cause of death in the UK amongst men under 40 is suicide because we're not not feeling safe to feel feelings you know this is really serious stuff this impacts yeah. everybody and can really make massive transformation in business and lives in families if we're able to feel and if we're able to as you say lead from our authentic self i think mm-hmm. that a business can transform when we do that
0: absolutely well thank you so much anna just before we go i'd really like us to have the the information where we can buy your book because i'm not sure everybody heard that i think i spoke over you just at that moment <laughs> if you could just uh, <laughs> repeat that please yeah of
1: course <laughs> it's called from the inside out and it is on amazon so yeah easy uh-huh. to find easy to find
0: Great. And I will put the link in the show notes. You're listening to this on YouTube. You'll find it in the notes. And if you're listening to it on the podcast or via our website, you'll find that information about Anna's book with a link um, so that you can uh, hop over to Amazon and you can get your copy. Anna, where else can people find you if they want to get in touch with you to either to make contact or to work with you or to find out more?
1: Absolutely. My website is www.annaandersoninc.com. I'm on Instagram Anna Anderson go to one of those places
0: then you'll be able to find me from there definitely I'm easy to find Anne <laughs> yeah <laughs> great <laughs> and once again um, we'll have all of those links in the in the notes so you can click on there or else Anna and I are also connected on social media everywhere so you can also uh, just find her through me as well there well thank you so much Anna it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you and uh, I just feel that what you bring is so important not just to women but to men as well and this idea of thriving in all senses is just so important and transformative not just for individuals but for businesses for organizations but for people yeah. in their lives in all areas so thank you so much for being with me today thanks for having me Anne. well thanks to our listeners thanks to, thanks to you for joining us do uh, do join us again to meet another leader who loves what they do and uh, for all the details again do go to the show notes or pop over to bluebottlecoaching.com thanks again bye bye